On today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we're going to be talking about a big trade in the conference that definitely does affect the playoff picture. We're going to talk about whether Bill Zito should make a move, and we're going to discuss the upcoming Panthers and NHL alumni game here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Wednesday, February 1st edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel and send in your screenshot of that and your five-star rating to at LO underscore FLA Panthers on Twitter or Locked on FLA Panthers at gmail.com for your chance to win two free tickets to the Florida Panthers versus Tampa Bay Lightning game on February 6th. Winner will be announced via a YouTube short on the Locked on Florida Panthers YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked on. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. So, Cats fans, you know, it's been a few days since the Florida Panthers last uh, played a game. Of course, of course, we finished on a that the pre All Star break on a high note, and of course, this is also a time of evaluating teams. Every GM is going through it, and one trade happened, a big one in the Eastern Conference, and Bo Horvat of the Vancouver Canucks. The captain was traded to the New York Islanders in exchange for Anthony Bavillier, prize prospect in Atu Ratu, and a 2023 conditional first-round pick. And that's a big trade that shakes up the, the race in the Eastern Conference as the Florida Panthers and the New York Islanders are right there trying to get one of the wild-card spots. And this will be a great time to bring in my guest on the show, Jacob Winans. It is a Winans Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And Jacob, welcome back to the show. And more importantly, how are you feeling about that trade between the Vancouver Canucks and the New York Islanders that just creates a big shakeup in, in the East? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, always appreciate it. Um, yeah, like you said, it's been a few days uh, since the Panthers last played a game. That that game against the the Bruins was pretty fantastic. I think we all enjoyed that one, and now it's back to reality of, of the playoff chase. Um, watching some of these teams uh, kind of jostle for position, so the trade is huge. Um, it's going to impact that wild card race without a doubt. Um, it, it's gonna it's gonna shake up the entire Eastern Conference. Bo Horvat, um, if you're not familiar with his game. He plays out in, in Vancouver and where, where they don't get as much media attention here on the on the East Coast. But he is a very under-the-radar superstar player, over a point per game, over 30 goals, one of the most consistent goal scorers in the NHL. Um, he's an immediate upgrade to that to the center to the center unit uh, that the Islanders have. Uh, it, it's really it's really uh, Lou Lamorello going all in. Uh, he's trying to get something out of this core. Uh, it's an aging core. It's a, it's a group that, that is getting up there in years. They haven't really won anything. They've gotten far in the playoffs before under Barry Trotz, but 
they just couldn't get the ultimate the ultimate goal of winning a Stanley Cup. They think Bo Horvat gives them a chance to do that. Um, he certainly doesn't hurt their chances, and uh, he will definitely he will definitely make things uh, a little bit more difficult for the Panthers going down the stretch. Uh, it is worth noting the Panthers don't play them again this year. Uh, the the season series with the Islanders is over, um, if I'm not mistaken. So that that is one that's one big benefit. Um, Panthers did win that season series, so they have that tiebreaker should it come to that. Um, but yeah, it's something to watch because Bo Horvat fills the need for them. And um, you know, long term, big picture outlook. I don't know that the Islanders are going to be able to get him re-signed. I I really don't see it. Uh, it feels like he might just be a rental. Um, and, you know, that is a very steep price to pay for a rental. Atu Ratu, a, a guy who uh, at one point was expected to be the first pick in the draft, fell all the way to the second round, uh, made his, his NHL debut and scored a goal against the Panthers this year in his NHL yep. debut. Uh, so we're familiar. And uh, I, I think I, I think it's a it's a big trade. It could it could really shake up the playoff picture for sure. Yeah, and you also think about the reasons why they made that trade because what's the what's the biggest uh, issue with the Islanders? It's it's really secondary scoring outside of mm-hmm. Matt Barzell and 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 Anders Lee. I mean, Casey Zizekas has played a little bit of wing and a little bit of center as well. So they, they don't have too many centers now. They, you can never have too many centers in, in the NHL. So and Jeff Merrick was talking today about how you could have Barzell and Horvat on one line and then if if in case of emergency you could pull like a mcdavid dry and put them on the same line and have a whole bunch of uh firepower there and he has 11 power play goals on, on the season bo horvat that's more that's more than that, that that's more than everyone like that's six more than the next uh highest on the islanders and the islanders power play is 31st in the nhl as well and and he wins those key face-offs that help them keep in the zone instead of wasting 20 plus seconds as well so i think that's really huge when it comes to the islanders you think about how in the summer when they when the johnny gaudreau and nazan kadri sweepstakes people thought that kadri was literally going was going to go to the islanders and um what was what was the biggest criticism of lou lamorello was going uh was not uh, was not making moves in the offseason. Yeah, they re-signed people like Noah Dobson as well as one of them. But also some of the players on on that aging core that have regressed as well. I mean, Josh Bailey has has regressed as well. Uh, JG Pajot might be a candidate to be traded as well. They also lost a few of the pieces as well from their two Eastern Conference final runs. Devontae's got traded to. Uh, Colorado Avalanche for two second round picks and then Jordan Eberle is part of the expansion draft too so it's a it's a whole bunch of the the core not performing to to what what they need to be and as well as losing some of those pieces too so I I, I think this is a big shakeup because it's funny because last week I was saying that I wasn't scared of the Islanders because of their lack of scoring and Sorokin having to carry them but man you get you get Vesna caliber Sorokin, even though it's Linus Olmark's to lose, and then that scoring, they're not a Stanley Cup favorite by any stretch of the imagination. But they are, they are, they are. I think they're going to be that team that's going to be there right to the end with the Panthers. When last week we thought that they were just going to fall off. I agree. Um, I was definitely on that on that boat, thinking that they were going to fall off. Uh, that their secondary scoring wasn't going to be enough to carry them. Uh, like you said, some some guys aging and really regressing lately. 
Uh, I, I didn't think that they had the firepower to keep up. Um, but now with Bo, with Bo Horvat, it really, really changes the picture. Um, now this this may give some Panther fans PTSD, but uh, Bo, Bo Horvat really comes in and brings a John Tavares like presence uh, to their to their forward lines. And uh, with him and Matthew Barzell, they're now very they're too deep at center with with first line quality centers. Um, being able to deploy them on a power play. At times, like you said, they've got the goaltending. They've got Sorokin, who's fantastic, one of the best in the league, and they have Semyon Dramov, who is uh, probably one of the one of the higher end backups in in the game. Would be starting on a lot of teams. So, w- yeah, just a week ago, I thought maybe they they weren't really that big of a threat, but now as we as we come out of the All Star break, that's a team that we have to keep an eye on because uh, they they could really they could really catch fire. Uh, they they've got the firepower now. Bo Horvat fills a uh, he fills a lot of them. He helps power play. He helps penalty kill. He wins faceoffs. Um, secondary scoring, not as much pressure on your 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 bottom two lines. And the one thing that we're we haven't really discussed here is how much he will elevate his line mates, whoever those may be. Uh, Matthew Barzell and whoever's on his line, they're going to produce. But when you get to that second line, the production necess- hasn't necessarily been there. Now with Horvat, he's going to produce, but he's also going to help the guys around him to produce. And that's a that's a, a really big thing to keep an eye on because that, that's a team that that can definitely contend for a playoff spot now, and uh, you know the the Panthers can't seem to catch a break this year, and now the the, the race is going to get even more difficult. But the goal still remains the same: the Panthers have to take care of their own business, win their own games, and and things will work out. And uh, I don't even want to begin to think about what the firestorm coming for the Islanders front office should they not make the playoffs and lose Bo Horvat in free agency. That. Oh. That would be catastrophic. So you know the Islanders are going all in to try to make the playoffs this year, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also one other disappointment that has been on their team has been Kyle Palmieri as well. has a has a no trade clause and then two years left on his deal. Someone, of course, Lou Lamorello is very familiar with from his time in New Jersey. But we're going to transition over to segment number two and discuss whether this is an alarm to Bill Zito on whether to do something as far uh, as a trade. We're going to discuss that next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about FanDuel Sportsbook. And And FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And... If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 in bonus bets if, you, if your bet first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line, point spreads, and who will score a touchdown. FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. Feel free to add what you like about using the FanDuel app. Jo- join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
back on this second segment here on this Wednesday, February 1st edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. It is a Winans Wednesday, so we have Jacob Winans here on the show. And Jacob, the with this trade with the with the Islanders, the fact that here's also the thing. The the trade deadline isn't until March 3rd. So 33 days away, just about, at least on the top of my head. This sets the market for 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 the the trade deadline. The, Bo, Bo, Bo Horvat was the biggest piece. They committed to Andre Kuzmenko, Elias Pettersson, Quinn Hughes. Even though Elias Pettersson's contract is close to expiring, and they still have a decision to make on him, they're likely. There's rumors about Thatcher Demko not wanting to be there anymore, and he could get quite a return as well. But it's got me thinking about: Is Bill Zito in a in a position that? this sets a big alarm for him to make a sort of move regardless of the lack of cap space for the Panthers. Yeah. So you have to look at this from two perspectives and it's going to be, the Panthers are in a really challenging place right now because they're not clear sellers, but they're definitely not clear buyers either. Um, They're in a position now where they will very likely have to ride it out until the trade deadline and just see, see where they end up when that, when the trade deadline approaches if it looks like they're not going to make the playoff cut, then then we transitioned into seller mode and we see what we can get uh, for some of our expiring deals. You see what you can get for guys who may have term but not, aren't necessarily a part of the future plans or who can fetch a, a, a really nice return. Someone like Sam Bennett or Sam Reinhart, for example, we've seen their names floated around as potential trade pieces. Um, I don't necessarily want to see that happen. Of course, we all want to be buyers by, by trade deadline time. You want to be in a playoff position or at least right in the thick of the race. So when you're looking at this, you have to look at it from, from two perspectives. And this is what Bill Zito, I'm sure, is doing. You have to think of what the what the Canucks got as sellers in this in this case. So when you're building when you're building value for the players that you could potentially be trading if you are a seller, the baseline is what the Canucks got for Bo Horvat. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're looking at trading Sam Bennett, looking at trading Sam Reinhart, uh, someone someone of that caliber, they're not going to fetch the return that Bo Horvat got, but you at least know what Bo Horvat got, and you can work down from there. Um, now, if you're looking to buy, it's a little bit more tricky because I don't think the Panthers really, they're not going to be hunting for a huge fish, uh, like Pat Riley likes to say. They're not going for a whale at the trade deadline simply because we don't have the cap space. We don't have the, the draft capital. We don't have the prospects to go to make that happen. It's unlikely. I know we all, we all want to hear Jacob Chikrin or, or one of these other huge names that could completely alter the team barring a miracle or the Panthers parting with a very high end NHL ready prospect, someone like Anton Lindell or Spencer Knight, you're not bringing back a, a franchise type player at the deadline. What's much more likely is the Panthers are going to look to fill some minor holes, uh, depth players, penalty killers. That is something the Panthers are desperately in need of is more penalty killing and some depth on defense, because I don't think Mark Stahl is a guy that you can ride all the way uh, to the end of the season and through the playoffs as an everyday player. So the Panthers needs are not quite what the Islanders needs were. We're not going to be buying as high as they did. And we, we simply don't have the resources that they had to go and get a guy like Bo Horvat. 
Uh, we, we were kind of spoiled last year as the team that went and got the giant fish uh, and, and Claude Giroux and, and Ben Sherratt, but this year it's a different story. Uh, I don't think there's a ton of pressure on Zito right now to make a move because at the end of the day, we don't know if we're going to be buying or selling. And the Panthers' future looks a lot different than the Islanders' future. The Islanders are in a position where they have to win now or they're heading towards a rebuild. They had pressure to make a move. The Panthers, it's been known that this was going to be a down year. It was going to be a reset year, but the future is very nicely set up for the Panthers to get back to contending, get back to the top of the Eastern Conference, regardless of what moves are made. So you don't want to do anything too drastic and mortgage that. And Bill Zito's, of course, had the happy trigger, which is not necessarily a bad thing, which what we saw last year. And listen, this is why you have a front office, a whole team around you that if Bill Zito wants to, someone says, hey, maybe maybe, maybe this is not, not the time for this. And who knows what the salary cap is going to look like. I mean, the NFL, the NFL just released what their salary cap is going to look like, and they got a significant bump. So this gives me a good feeling that the NHL could be heading in that same direction, this, regardless of whether... Gary Bettman has played a little gamesmanship with the PA when it when it comes to when it comes to that as as well. And do you really want to not only Anton Lindell and Spencer Knight, but Amaki Samuskevich as well, as far as trying to trade that big piece and then you just deplete the hell out of your prospect pool too? Let, let's not let's not forget let's not forget that. And we, we and and you said it you said it best penalty killers and also when it comes to Sam Bennett and Sam Reinhart another team that I've heard of that uh that has possible interest in Sam Bennett is the Minnesota Wild but what what what's what's the one name that has been floating around the Minnesota Wild as far as like a trade rumor it's been Matt Dumba and a, a trade for Matt Dumba and Sam Bennett is going to be downright impossible not just like for for the cap hits itself for both of them, Matt Dumba's making six million, Sam Bennett's making four point four. Even with retained salaries, that's going to be a hard trade to make. And also, Matt Dumba's been a scratch a lot um, in the in the most recent weeks from from Minnesota, and his game has regressed. So I don't think a Matt Dumba uh, deal to South Florida is going to be in in the works as well for for that. So it, it's just about what it, what what are you what kind of what kind of it's it's gonna come it's gonna come down to really that last minute because it, it's gonna be how how many points are you gonna be out? Is, is it one? Is it five that you because I also counted the amount of games that are from now until March third. There's eleven games, which means nineteen games left to make something happen. You have a lot to think about when it comes to how you want to approach those last nineteen games, and um, this is where. Not necessarily jobs are won and lost, but you can make your seat possibly very hot because I think Bill Zito and Paul Maurice are staying past this year as well. I agree. I, I don't I think I think you could get into some real trouble if you try to overreact and make a move that a, a last ditch effort to get into the playoffs in a year where the roster and the salary cap are just not constructed to have a lot of success. I mean, realistically, now we just beat Boston and we're we absolutely could hang with them in a series. I, I don't doubt that yes. at all. But how much are you willing to to rip apart the future or mortgage prospects or mortgage future salary cap or give away a player that's part of the core uh, going forward just to get to the into the first round and be a huge underdog against the Boston Bruins? I don't know how much you really want to do that. I, I'm 
I'm personally much more satisfied with either making a couple of small moves, tweaks to the bottom of the lineup, uh, or or just rolling with this roster the rest of the way and seeing where they land. Because uh, this is not the final product of what this Panthers team is going to be. Barkov mm-hmm. is locked up long term. Kachuk is locked up long term. We've got Montour, Forsling, Verhage, Duclair all locked up for next year. Sam Reinhardt's locked up for next year. Sam Bennett is locked up for next year and beyond. This team is going to come back with reinforcements, and I don't think you need to you need to do anything overreactionary and mess with that um, at the deadline. I mean, unless we're unless we're either in a playoff spot or within a reasonable amount of points, less than five points, uh, capable of getting in. I don't. Th- I really think you 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 have to be very careful about what you do here. And and thinking about the prospect pool, the Panthers have been are very limited in their prospect pool. They they've given away some high end prospects and trades. Um, NHL ready guys like Owen Tippett have been shipped off. Beyond Samuskevich, you've got Grigory Denisenko, who would probably be a, a, a an immediate immediate prospect included in any any game changing trade. He, he would definitely be the next guy on the list. Um, you've got Alexi Heponiemi who's right on the fringe of NHL production. And then you look beyond the AHL roster, you've got guys like Ludwig Janssen who really put a, put his name on the map. I'd like to hold on to him. I, I don't want to throw him in a trade just to try to get into the playoffs as, as a wild card. Uh, you got Mike Benning who's tearing up the college ranks right now. I'd like Catherine to hold on Bushio. to him too. It, exactly. Casper Puccio. These are all guys that, would very likely be shipped off just to bring in a rental to try to get into the playoffs as the last seed. It's not worth it to me. I I, I want to keep those prospects, develop them, get them into the NHL as Panthers, or include them in a trade down the line when we have a much better shot at contending and, and winning a Stanley Cup. So that, that's where I that's where I think think we are, and I think we need to not compare ourselves to the Islanders as far as the the pressure to make a trade because the Islanders were under much more pressure to make a trade given the age of their core. This is really one of their last shots at, at doing this with the group they have. Uh, the Panthers have have the next half decade plus to make a move. So I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with writing this out. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the playoff race, Washington did defeat Columbus in overtime by a final score of four to three. So it makes it a little bit uh, difficult for the road, but the Panthers do have a game in hand on Washington after tonight. We're going to transition over to segment number three, where we're going to be discussing the upcoming alumni game, which will be held tomorrow at the Florida Panthers Ice Den in Coral Springs. We're going to discuss that next here on the show. But first, we're going to tell you all about Built Bar. And looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories, then you've got to try Built Bar. We, we, and what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covering 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come with unbelievably flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com, and now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hip flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Back on this Wednesday, February 1st edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, it is a Winans Wednesday edition of the show. And for and it's 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 been awesome like the pictures that I've been seeing of the Fort Lauderdale beach sweep 
uh, on Sunday and the City of Sunrise Hockey Festival, which my bags are all packed. Uh, I'll be heading to South Florida tomorrow uh, morning, and I will be attending the Florida Panthers uh, alumni game versus the NHL alumni. And very excited to uh, see the Panthers alumni coached by Jessica Blaylock of Valley Sports Florida and the NHL alumni coached by ESPN's Emily Kaplan. And just the rosters, when you think about both of them, is just, I think it's just so cool. I'm not going to read exactly what, name by name, uh, but I'm looking forward to what I want to ask you first. What are the names that you are looking forward to most from both the Panthers and the NHL alumni uh, for? for Wednesday night. Absolutely. So um, the, the Panthers alumni is the, is the roster that of course stood out to me the most um, looking at that roster. I love Luongo putting on the pads and playing in net again. Um, it feels like he didn't retire that long ago and we were just seeing him uh, make spectacular saves at the age of 40 in the NHL. Um, I, I love seeing Luongo anytime he's around. Um, a few guys, Thomas Fleischman is one that, that I'm excited to see. Uh, Peter Borrell, uh, Keith Yandel dipping his toes into retirement now, uh, finally uh, getting involved in, a, in an alumni game. The old man, he's he's done with his NHL career, and now he can play the old-timers game, so I'm happy for him with that. The surprise name that, that was really cool to see was David Booth. Um, that's the one that I, I was super excited to see uh, is David Booth. Uh, he's a guy who, when I first started watching the Panthers, when I first moved to South Florida, uh, he was one of my favorite players, the, uh, the old number 10. Anytime he touched the puck, the whole arena would, would immediately start the, the long, drawn-out Booth chance, and I love that. Um, I was a big fan of, of David Booth when he was playing with uh, the, the Nathan Hortons and the Stephen Weisses of the, of the Panthers and, and the Thomas Wokoons. That, that was a a fun era, even though they didn't have a ton of success, they were a lot of fun to watch. And David Booth was at the forefront of that. Um, so those, those are the names on the Panthers roster on the alumni roster. One name really stood out to me and it's Patrick Marlowe. Um, yes. I thought that Iron was man. a really, really cool inclusion. Um, the, the other Iron Man uh, across from Keith Yandel, I thought Patrick Marlowe was a really cool name that's included. Uh, I didn't know he would be around South Florida, but uh, that's, that's a pretty cool one. And of course, I have to shout out the coaching matchup here, Kaplan versus Blaylock. That's fantastic. And Jessica Blaylock definitely gets some credit because she's shown some versatility this year. Um, She's doing the sideline reporting, the the in-the-studio work. She took over play-by-play one night when the Valley broadcast went out. Jessica Blaylock was a play-by-play announcer, and now she's a head coach. So there's, there's nothing Blaylock can't do, apparently. I might be biased, but the, I guess the only issue is that she's a Gator. But you know, we we could forgive her for 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 that. But you know, <laughs> yeah, that's but fair. you know, you know, one of my one of my one of my greatest friends in the media is also a Gator and in, in Aaron Brown, but of the hockey news. But hey, we we can forgive both of them. But uh, yeah, uh, I caught the tail end of David Booth's uh, career with the Panthers, but also uh, you mentioned Thomas Fleischman. The very first season that I started following the Panthers, 2012, when they broke that drought of of the of not making the postseason which is now broken by the buffalo Sabres, but another one uh of course we hear his voice all the time on the radio broadcast bill Lindsay is as well and even though i didn't experience the 
um, Brian McCabe, former captain uh, here, even though he was only here for three years. And of course, he's still with the organization as well with, with the mm-hmm. Panthers. Ever since he retired, he he was automatically in the org- organization now uh, with the director of player personnel uh, s- since he retired. There's also a lot of uh, players that have had short-lived times as uh, as Panthers as well. Uh, but also on the NHL side, on NHL alumni side, Here's here's one thing that I caught was was really cool. The the NHL alumni side, they might not all of them might have played not all of, not any of them actually have played for the Panthers, but there are some South Florida ties here. Like of course Jeff Chikrin, part of the Bally mm-hmm. Sports team. Uh, uh, Tre- Trevor Daly spent ten years with the Dallas Stars, but he's currently playing in the AHL with the Florida Everblades. Paul Healy, NHL journeyman, but is an assistant coach for the Miami Toros. Another one, Sean Hines. Majority of his uh, time in uh, San Jose, great, great international career, but he's the head, he's the head coach of the Florida Alliance 16U team, too. Sylvain Lafay, assistant coach for the Florida Panthers, unfortunately part of that 96 team that beat the Panthers. Um you met, you already mentioned uh, Patrick Mar- uh, Mar- Marlow, um, um, Tom- Tomorutu, former Panthers assistant coach. So mm-hmm. I I think it's just really cool what 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 the Florida Panthers did. Oh, uh, another one is Alexei uh, uh Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Longtime Maple Leaf, but he's also uh, part of the South Florida Hockey Academy as an assistant coach for their eighteen U program. So, I I think the Panthers deserve so much credit for how they theme this. They wanna, they really do want to show off this area, and and I think this is such a great community based type of game. Of course, it's going on in the Panthers Ice Den. Of course, there's so many activities going on on the beach side with the festivals, red carpet, you name it. And of course, we've already had seen activities happening on on the internet as well from from the beach sweep and the hockey festival but it's just all comes back to one thing our region and i'm not i don't usually look forward to all-star games but th- this one this one's special to 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 me and i hope uh, and I'm, I'm sure it is to you and i hope for the listener it, it is a special time for all of you as well definitely i wish i could go down with you to to, to enjoy the festivities um college is colleging so <laughs> i'm not not able to leave ucf for the for the weekend but um definitely something that's it's well deserved for the south florida community um the, the panthers have, have really done a great job of growing the game some of the, those guys you listed i mean i didn't even know any I, I didn't know some of them were even were even located in florida helping to grow the game in the area alexi ponikarovsky i had no clue that he that he li- lives and works in the area uh, helping to grow the sport, but I, I I do remember the tail end of his career with the Penguins and uh, yeah, longtime Maple Leaf, uh, great player and, and and yeah, some of these guys that are that are helping to grow the game. It, it's it's pretty special because when I first started watching the team, that they were giving away tickets with Little Caesars pizzas. That's how I went to my first Panthers game. It was a, a free ticket that that came with a five dollar hot and ready pizza. <laughs> and and nobody was going to the games. Nobody had any idea what hockey even really was. Um, and and that's when I first started playing hockey as well. 
no one really no one really knew that that hockey was 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 a, a growing professional sport down here it's uh and it has really, really taken off, especially with the Panthers' recent success and and the efforts to grow the game. I, I love seeing them showcase the the area, the beach, the 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 ice den, the arena, the outdoor events, the the skills challenge. We we've heard there's going to be some surprises and all the alumni coming together to play. It's awesome. Uh, we definitely should not take it for granted. And uh, I hope next time that my one my one thing for uh for next time we host an all-star game hopefully within the next five ten years we get another one please yaramir yager be retired by then so you can play in the alumni game uh that that man is 50 years old still going and i wish he was playing in an alumni game but he's still playing real hockey somehow that man is a machine but uh all these alumni it, it's so cool to see it and uh, yeah I, at the that south florida I was able to run on, on the on the national scale of this all-star game it is really really cool what they're playing together and it's definitely come a long way and your story about uh little caesars and going to a game uh there's gonna be there's gonna be a time where the the generation a generation of hockey fans of south florida hockey fans will not remember little caesars pizza being inside of kmart's as well there, yep. there's going to be a generation soon enough that when you mentioned that they're going to be like, huh? Yep. That, that's how you know we're getting old. That's for sure. But Jacob, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this Winans Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you so much once again uh, for joining me as always for, for all of you guys uh, as well. I cannot wait to get down there tomorrow. And if you happen to be at the ice den tomorrow for the Coral Springs hockey festival, uh, hit, hit me up. Maybe we can say hello and, and chat for a little bit right before the uh, alumni game. But Jacob, tell everybody where they can follow you online. Definitely. You can follow me on Twitter at Jacob Winans8. Um, Armando, you and all the Panthers fans, listeners, watchers, enjoy All-Star Weekend. It doesn't come around to, to, our, to our backyard all the time. Uh, definitely, definitely take in the experience and have some fun. This is Uh, absolutely thank thank you so much jacob and i'll see you next week my friend looking forward to it and if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the locked on florida panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the locked on hl network including locked on hl locked on fantasy hockey flip livingstone and steel Roden, and locked on hl prospects with heidi halakash Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Sports Today. Peter Bukowski gives you a 30-minute or less podcast on the entirety of the sports scene. Listen to Locked On Sports Today on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. So I'm Armando Velez with Jacob Winans. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team. Every day.